This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, sure foot. Emily Axford. Why are you looking at a mirror for approval? (laughs) Jake literally said hard one, sure foot. And I nodded yes. (laughs) I said good. I I wasn't looking for approval. I was looking for the disapproval. Emily Axford. Moonshine Simon, everyone's favorite Christmas bench. Ken Lynn taking him to the Grinch. I can't even do it because I'm thinking about Jake looking for approval. (laughs) I can't stress this enough. It was for approval. And of course, Caldwell Tanner. Love this energy. Love this chemistry right now. Beverly Togold. Uh, the fifth toe gold, the first Noel. Mm, very good. And of course, we have our esteemed guest, Amir Blumenfeld. Hello, folks. I don't do my, I'm not doing my character No, because we don't know your character Mm-mm. yet. God, that was scary. What if I just launched into it? <laughs> it. <laughs> Them. That was close. I've learned so much. Okay, guys. So this is going to be a non-canonical holiday adventure, um, but it is a holiday adventure. Guys, it is the holiday season in Bohemia. Uh, Christmas and Galateronica are just around the corner. <laughs> the Band of Boobs have taken a much-deserved break from their adventuring to give back to the community. Seems like Aww. we're getting a lot of those these days. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Moonshine has been reading to the old folks at the Crick, <gasps> volunteering. Um, Ain't that something? <laughs> uh, Beverly has been volunteering at soup kitchens in Outer Esri, uh, and Hard One even set up uh, the SS Stormborn to look like a sleigh, then delivered Galateronica presents to Galateron in a confusing combination of faiths. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, so you guys all are sitting around a uh, cozy fire inside your stupendous stump when suddenly a raven flutters in, bearing mm. a note. 
Uh, well, uh, ask the local, ask the druid. I want to make sure I keep Hardwon away from this animal lest he accidentally kill it. Here, bird. <laughs> you see it starts to kind of um, I gu- bounce I back. I charm animal on me. <laughs> I, I minor illusion a bigger bird. Oh, Hardwon, look at that one. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, bird 2.0 is here. <laughs> Let's go For, catch it. Forget this scrawny thing. <laughs> While he's distracted, come give me the note and then flee. Uh, you see the uh, raven looks over shifty-eyed at Hardwon, um, hops over. <laughs> I uh, hands you a little note. Uh, holds its little like uh, raven leg out, so you can untie a little note from it, uh, and then flutters away. I untie away. a note and give him a quick petty. <laughs> ah! uh, uh, flies away. Um, Moonshine, you read the note, uh, and it says, "Greetings, tall dwarf, rat dinner lady, and rich boy. I hope this note finds you well." I sent it like 10 days ago because I cannot afford expedited shipping. We, the Dwarfins of Frostwind, would like to invite you to our celebration of Winterglow, or as the Frostwind government calls it, mandatory celebration of maximum luminosity, a somber festival. (laughs) The Winterglow is very important to our people. On the last day of the old year, when the clock strikes midnight, there is a flare in the planar rift that shimmers through the whole sky. It is said that during this time, the barrier between us and the gods is the weakest, so we make wishes for the new year. The ritual is particularly important to us dwarfins, but we can explain more when you get here, unless you don't come. I understand if you don't, I'm used to being abandoned. Best wishes, Katya. I don't have a last name. Again, I was abandoned. I used to sign all my letters this way as well. Well, dictate, but still. Yeah. <laughs> a familiar <laughs> sign off. I don't have a last name either. You know, I was in a card. Oh, Belnor. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> Let's not forget old Belnor. Hey, Belnor, I thought Alana's like, uh, gave you all your memories back and maybe you may do know. That's your... the one thing I just don't remember you just is my didn't, last when name. You were, when you were re-remembering your life, you didn't peep at the mailbox? Right, yeah. Okay. Do you want us to brainstorm one for you? No, I think we should get on with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Enough. Okay. Uh, hard Maybe one. Later. How about uh, taking the sleigh up north, huh? Hey, I'd love to. Anything for these dwarfins. Yeah. Uh, so you guys take off in your sleigh ship and fly towards the city of Frostwind. As you make your way over the ocean, you feel the weather changing. There's a bit of a nip in the air and you see the first snowflake falling from the sky. Oh I'm cranking I try to catch Ho- it. holiday tunes. I try to catch it. In this cup. Uh, Bev, go ahead and uh, give me a dexterity check. Okay. Ooh, that's a 19. Uh, yeah, you catch uh, a snowflake. Yes. Oh, it's very cold. <laughs> Can I create food and water so that it starts snowing more and maybe also some gingerbread cookies? Uh, yeah, you start um, using magic to make gingerbread but cookies. Fall from the sky. <laughs> You're making gingerbread cookies fall from the sky? Yeah. Complete insanity. <laughs> They're tearing up the rigging. <laughs> They're still fr- falling down super hard. Oh, no. Your ship starts rocking. Oh, the rudder is gone. We're going down, so man. Gunked. We're going down. The mast. <laughs> Christ, these cookies are hard as shit. <laughs> Yeah, they gotta be so you can build with them. Uh, so eventually, um, you guys are in a consistent snowfall as you get close to where you know um, Frostwind to be. Uh, you guys see islands below you of ice as you approach the northern continent. Finally, uh, you can see the planar rift in the sky atop Mount Forge, giving the snow below a purple glow. Gash is beautiful this time of year. Yeah, it really is. Can you eat purple snow? I eat some purple snow. <laughs> uh, you think it tastes fine. 
think it's fine. Hmm. Do I have a rash? <laughs> yes, but I, you had it before you yeah, ate the snow. No more than usual. Right, okay, good, good. <laughs> uh, so you guys have reached... <laughs> Wait, it's going away. <laughs> the gash gave me a rash. <laughs> I got gash rash. Everyone line up for chapstick right now. <laughs> Uh, so you guys have reached Frostwind, um, but you came up on it a little sooner than you would have expected. It's night, and the city kind of snuck up on you. Uh, normally, the city is all lit up and bustling with activity, and you would expect it to be even more so um, with this festival happening, but um, it is very, very quiet, and there are no lights at all in the city. Um, you do not see anyone out on the streets. It is eerily quiet. It would be pitch black if not for the moon and the planar rift um, reflecting light onto the snow. So you guys pull into the docks. You see other boats here, but no dwarfs, no bustling city life. All you hear is the crashing of waves and the blow of the winter wind. Um, you guys get the distinct feeling that something ain't right here. Not only from the city, but from inside yourselves. You feel weak as you approach this city. Hmm. Hard one, you feel less of a connection to your Queen's Hammer. Oh. Bevan Moonshine, you're having a hard time remembering your higher level spells. <laughs> you have all been de-leveled no. down what? to level three. <gasps> here, are oh. your, here are your new old character sheets. Let me hand them out. No, it's Christmas, how could you? You fucking Grinch. <laughs> Guess how much I like this. <laughs> you just had these ready oh, to go. Oh, whoops, did my character just... sheet get in the candle and it lit on fire? Guess I'll use my old one. Yeah, lighting the candelabra was convenient for this episode. <laughs> oh, plus two proficiency bonus. I fall in the ocean. Uh, you might drown if you jump in the ocean. <laughs> you guys are not oh. good anymore. Mm, oh, I, feel, I feel even weaker than before, and I've had some weak moments. Balnor, your ears are just full of gingerbread. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Get that out of there. At least I'm taller. <laughs> um, okay, I guess I'm going to do some kind of arcana check to figure out what's going on. Sure, uh, go ahead and roll an arcana check. It's going to be a 10. A 10? Moonshine? Is that purple snow? <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, something ain't right. That's all you get with a 10. Crick rides back. Hmm. Uh, oh, I want to see, is uh, is Hard One back in his human form? No, he's just a weakened normal version of him. Wow. All right, so I am the same height. Just truly like a bean pole, like a just a very thin Christmas tree. Knock it off, Bill. Yeah, it's weird because like I, I feel sick, but I still look the same. But Hard One just looks like he lost weight. No, yeah. we, all, we all feel and look the same. <laughs> I don't look worse than anybody else. There's like nothing there. It's so strange. Um, can I do a check as well? Sure. Um, actually, I want to test my connection to Pelor. Sure. See if uh, if my religion is still working. <laughs> you know how like religion does. Uh, shoot, that's going to be an eleven. Uh, an eleven. You feel that it is significantly weakened. Ooh. That you are not as powerful of a paladin as you were. Pelor, what's going on? I'm nothing. throwing up. Nothing. I don't even hear like. Some classic carols going on. You hear nothing. Oh my gosh. Should we head towards the Dwarfenage? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so you guys travel to Frostbite, the paupers area of Frostwind, and approach the Dwarfenage, uh, this large, simple warehouse-style building. The last time you were here, there were windows boarded up, but that was to patch up the broken glass. Uh, you could still see fires burning inside. This time, 
the windows are completely boarded up and you can't see inside at all. And you see the door at the front is this big iron door and is sealed shut. Do we see anything in the windows? Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Another nine. Uh, that's going to be a 10. Um, you go up and approach the windows and you would need to like pry it open to be able to see inside. And I don't have my mage hand anymore. <laughs> I can pry a window. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go up and try to pry the window so I can see inside. Sweet. Um, hard one, go ahead and give me a strength check. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, so that's a uh, seven. <laughs> hard one, you start really struggling with the board. Like, it's nailed in there pretty good. Um, you start struggling, and as you're struggling, um, you hear this little sliding peephole like this little grill thing that's on the iron door slide open and you hear a voice go what are you doing here we don't have any food we came for a somber government mandated party <laughs> hard one shortfoot summer dwarf himself come in quick quick come in i um, can't someone's i think welded this piece <laughs> of wood onto the Oh, no, I just nailed it in. My very weak little brother nailed here, it in. Here, let it. me try. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a strength check. 19. <laughs> Moonshine, you... Oh, actually, uh, 20. <laughs> Moonshine, you, 20. You, you rip it off. Please do not do that. City is very <laughs> dangerous right now. Put it back, please. <laughs> I put it back. Uh, you put it back. Um, you see Katya... Okay, teamwork on that, on that board. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Katya, uh, this teenage uh, frost dwarf, uh, swings the door open, ushers you guys all in, gives you all a big hug, uh, quickly closes the door. Um, you see this big gymnasium-style room lined with bunk beds and a big pyre in the middle of the room burning to keep them warm. Uh, you see dozens of little dwarfins crowd around you as you enter. Tall dwarf, tall dwarf, you're back. That's you're right. You're back to save us. I'm still tall here. <laughs> What do you need? What do you need saving from? What's uh, going on? Uh, you see, Katya uh, stands in front of the younger kids and goes, "Oh, it's terrible. We've had something very powerful stolen from us, and it's become a problem for the whole city. Uh, our first note took so long to get to you, we didn't have time to tell you about it, so we had to find someone else to help us. But he hasn't been very much help." Uh, you see, rounding the corner. <laughs> is a little gnome. Uh, Amir, would you like to describe uh, what your character looks like? Okay, he's two foot 11, three Great. feet tall in heels, <laughs> gold teeth, balding, and a vest. <laughs> is he wearing heels? He is not. Okay, just that's... Just a, he prefers one-inch heels is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's... That's the guy you've been, you paid to help you? We we said that we needed help. He was the only one who came. Okay, hi, what's your name, sir? My name <laughs> is Hugo. <laughs> hi, Hugo. Uh, Any questions for me? So yeah. many. Um, uh, you've been helping out these dwarf friends. What you been helping doing? Well, we're trying to find something. And once we do, I, Hugo, <laughs> Will be paid handsomely, for I am handsome. 
I, does anybody else have any questions for me? <laughs> you, you said, said you're, that, you're said, trying to find something so, that so you'll be. We thought, we thought he was like an adventurer, like a bounty hunter or something, mm -hmm. but he says that he is our agent now. Oh, okay. And manager. And <laughs> I don't know the difference. Yeah, so basically, sorry to interrupt, but an agent helps, you know, set up meetings and stuff, and a uh -huh. manager, which I'm also doing, okay. one that sort of guides your career going forward. And I think I'm he sorry. did need help. You go, I actually have another question. One just yeah, yeah. If you are acting as both agent and manager, why are you differentiating the two roles? I see what you're saying. You think there's like a conflict of interest there? Maybe. Trust. Well, one second. Trust me. I, you go. I'm very honest. Yeah. Okay. So I answer all questions truthfully. Cool. You've introduced or, yourself three times. Very good then. <laughs> Let's all agree that can we know I, your name. He's been I taking ask? a per diem. <laughs> A per diem before yeah. he even earns anything. Wait. You sound like a. I'm sorry. You sound like a a mooch. You go. <laughs> I'm a gnome. Can I ask what clan of gnome you come from? That's a great question, and it could be any clan, correct? <laughs> <laughs> so, like for Why example, my Valdor? clan, my clan, and it is a clan, <laughs> is actually the clam clan. K L A M. The clan. K the clam clan. Clam clan. Correct. Oh, okay. sure. Right, right, right. You go of the clam clan. What made you, <laughs> you what What qualifications do you have <laughs> to protect these dwarfists? Not protect. Not protect. <laughs> the, he's our, he's our agent you. and our manager. What do you need an agent or a manager? I, I guess he brokers deal with you. <laughs> wait, I guess. Catch, are you trying to get cast in like a Christmas movie or something? <laughs> no, no. It's, not a, it's not a talent thing. Okay. He just started. It's he moved not. in. He started. He's been living here. I've noticed that they're weak. Okay, what precisely are you managing? I feel like I'm being attacked here. I, you go, don't appreciate it. You're supposed to attack whatever is threatening the town. Have you done that? I'm an agent of chaos and a manager of expectations. <laughs> They're looking for something that will make them stronger, better, faster, you know what? older, wiser. That and I think I have that. I mean, they'll get older naturally. That's just time. Oh, very well. <laughs> This guy's onto something. I'd love to give you 1% of my earnings to join the team. I'm you go Inc. You're, what, what is? All right, so what was stolen from us yeah, was- Yeah, that's an, what I need to right, know. Right, yes. There was an artifact called the well, ring. don't get into too much detail because okay. then they're gonna start like snooping around and I don't want them taking my 25%. Was you it? got 25%? Well, I'm also their lawyer. <laughs> Why you are go, you giving you go, yourself we need different to, they titles? They need to find the thing. Though. All right, you can tell so, them because I'm that sure that I will find it before they do. But continue. All right. <laughs> 30%. Perhaps you can work together. <laughs> uh, the Ring of Good Fortune was stolen from us. Uh, it grants protection to the dwarfins here. Every year at Winterglow, we wish upon the ring uh, to keep our fires hot and our bellies full. Uh, we do not have a lot here, but... Since we've had the ring, no dwarfins have starved and no one is frozen. Um, you see that as she's motioning, like as she's speaking, it does appear that there's something magical about this fire. Like her hand is just like hitting the fire and not burning her. And you notice as you guys look around that the windows are all boarded up. Like this should be a death trap, um, but that the room is not filling up with smoke. Like this is some kind of magical fire. Hmm. Uh, and she continues and she goes, The ring of good fortune uh, was given to us by Ulfgar when the legendary heroes uh, visited a few years ago. He said that no one should ever wear the ring, that the ring is for all of us. If we all shared it, it would strengthen us as a collective. But if anyone ever took it for themselves, 
it would draw strength from everyone around them and give them a terrible power. I, I check immediately Hugo's check fingers Hugo's fingers. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a uh, <laughs> go ahead and make an investigation check. I got another nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, <laughs> Hugo does not appear to have the ring on him. You've you've been frisked, Hugo. <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't trust me. I'm Hugo. You talk a lot about money and percentages. I just I've got a little bit of a nose for that. Uh, so we fear that whoever has stolen the ring is currently wearing it and siphoning strength from everyone in Frostwind. Worse, if this person is to have the ring on at midnight and make a wish, we fear that they will make some terrible wish and this will all become permanent. Got it. Hugo, do you have any leads? As uh, of now, oh, Hugo, yeah. yeah. Can't walk us through what you've already <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, catch us up to speed. Do you got Let like me... a file or like a wall full of like yarn? And... I yes, I have a file and a wall full of yarn. True, <laughs> that is correct. Let me ask you this, Amir. Sure. Do you think Hugo has actually been investigating this, or do you think that he's just been living here for free? In my mind, Hugo's trying to get the percentage up to the point where he can like start getting work done. Okay. Right now, he's just mm-hmm. negotiating. Okay. Negotiation <laughs> so fully does not know anything. Oh, you, this is okay. the first time he's hearing about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just like, well, he needs you to find an artifact yeah. first. You're like, got it, let's sure, talk whatever. Let's talk money. Yeah. <laughs> until, the, until now, it's been mostly start paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> now, that we're, now that we're agreeing that I will be helping you, I can get to work. Okay. All right, great. All right. And of uh, course, this will be pr- uh, strictly on commission for us. Uh, yeah, you guys will split whatever we all find. There's not really 80, money 20. involved. In the ring? Yeah, because it's pretty priceless to these... Sorry, but fucking dwarfs. Is that safe to say? Oh, you, if you took the time to like say, I'm sorry, yeah. why didn't you take the time to omit the fucking? I was going to say something much worse. Hugo <laughs> right. is eating corn. Everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Uh, everybody, uh, Amir, Including go ahead me. and roll. Yeah, roll a d20. All right. Is this your first roll? First roll. First Ooh. roll, baby. Seven. Seventeen. Eighteen. Eleven. So you guys all hear the sound of an engine revving. Moonshine and Bev, you guys also hear uh, the distant shouts of rowdy teens. No. Nasty lads. Am I going to have to face rust at a level three? I kind of like putting that kid uh, in this place. Is it those graveyard kids again? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, or not not Rust. What's the kid's name? Rodian. Rodian. Am I having to face Rodian at a level three? Hugo, what do you know of Rodian? Not much gang. yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm able to ascertain that he doesn't sound like a very good man. Wait a minute. Um, I I'm, got a question. I got an important question. Where were you keeping the ring of good fortune? Me? I wasn't keeping it at all. Yeah, Hugo. Why don't you go somewhere else? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> of course. I am three foot one. Continue. <laughs> what? Why two did you just lie? He just slipped into two inch heels. His height uh, changes every day. Wait, Hugo, you stole those boots from a child. Those are child's boots. <laughs> I'm a woman's too. Hugo style. That's with a side of corn. He keeps stealing things from us and saying Hugo style. <laughs> Wait, the yarn for your board is just someone's unraveled sweater. This is cruel. Maybe so. Yeah, he's, Maybe he's no. just like one cold little dwarf. Is that your nest in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> we did Quiet. not give him a bed. He tried to fight one of us and lost. <laughs> you go style. <laughs> you know, despite it all, when he says that, I root for him. It's because I'm small. Um, you I see, get it. Uh, you see Katya goes, 
uh, I had it in a chest under my bed. Okay. Yeah. I would like to send Papa to go sniff around the chest because we met a bunch mm. of people in Frostwind and he's got that keen scent. Okay. Well, Papa, by the way, save your 5%. We already have a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. This is a real lawyer. Who? <laughs> I, I gestured to a possum. critters know more of a lawyer than, say, me. You go. Uh, <laughs> can I have Papa uh, like draft up a, a contract <laughs> yeah. quicker Wait, than you go? Can we do a lawyer off? <laughs> yeah. Let's do a lawyer off. Um, uh, you go, go ahead and make a, let's just say wisdom check. So just roll raw d20. 16. You see, Yugo goes toe-to-toe with <gasps> Papa, um, drafting up an, an agreement. Yugo, I'm sorry. I doubted you, and I'm really sorry about that. Wow. You owe Yugo cash for that. <laughs> All right, never mind. He is a bad guy. It's, it's almost... I, guess I give him cash. <laughs> so I opportunistic. a crisp $50 bill. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> uh, get, go ahead and give an investigator a perception check for Papa as okay. he uh, he gets advantage when he uh, yeah. is, is sniffing. 16. Papa runs over to the little chest that was holding the ring, mm-hmm. sniffs it, scrambles back to you. He tells you that he smelled Katya, mm-hmm. um, some other kids from the Dwarfenage. Okay, that all and, out. And um, some of the nasty lads. Smells like smells like Teen Spirit. Smells like Teen Spirit. All right. I, I guess we're headed to the graveyard. You uh, go. Do you <laughs> yes. have Do you have like anything that this might get rough? I will, I'm curious if you have any fighting prowess. That's a good question. I have. 15 intelligence. <laughs> That's great. Is that not strong enough for you, wench? <laughs> okay, now. All right, I put him in so a headlock. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you he's go fine for a fight. Just, just stay in the back is all you I'm saying. You go style, indeed. <laughs> he might make a worthy sacrifice. He should come with us. Uh, right. Before we go... Um, I made these sweaters for all of you, but it looks like maybe the, the dwarfins could use them a little more. Aw, yeah, that's nice. And I pull out some like custom sweaters I made for Moonshine and Papa and Balnor, and uh, Hard Ones is actually a crop top, so it fits uh, extremely oh. well to one of the dwarfins. Oh, this is perfect. Uh, course, I yeah. make it rain gingerbread cookies again. <laughs> oh. Careful. Shelter dodge. under your beds. <laughs> ow, they'll pierce ow, the, they will ow, pierce the skin. Ow. <laughs> They are sharp. They are dense. <laughs> They're very painful. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's let's uh, mosey on outside. Great. Uh, so you guys go outside, um, and you hear uh, this engine that you were hearing um, is much louder. Um, you see that there are three nasty dwarf teenagers messing around in the abandoned streets. Two of them are holding up a deanimated iron dwarf. This broken automaton robot while another one driving a snowmobile rides at it holding a club the one on the snowmobile smacks the iron dwarf in the head with the club as it rides by knocking its head clean off (laughs) hell yeah man destruction cool as hell break it down suck it I do agree with that. that yeah, is it is a, a kind of chill. <laughs> hey, Just going around in circles. Hey, kiddos. You see they all uh, snap their heads uh, turning towards you. And um, the dude on the snowmobile vroom, 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 turns it towards you. Oh, hey, what's up, nerds? What's up, dwarfins? Happy winter glow to you all. <laughs> Shut up, kid. 
Hey. What up, fam? <laughs> <laughs> who, what are you, who are you? You go. You're the weird old guy that lives no. at the orphanage. What the hell are you talking about? No, I'm Hugo. I'm the cool, tallish guy who's been hanging out. Tallish, you're three you tried one. to uh, three foot two. But compared to these little guys, this dude tried to come live at the graveyard with us, and we told him to piss off. He wanted to be our agent. He said that we live outside, man. What do we need an agent for? Where did you get a snowmobile? I got it from the freaking guards, man. I stole it. We kick everyone's ass now. Now, I mean, I guess I don't now? really support the guards and their kind of authoritarian state, but, like, that's stealing. And on Winter Glow of all days. Yeah, Winter Glow, man. Also, what makes you so much stronger than the guards these days? Yeah. Well, see, everyone's power got sucked away, but we don't really have any power, so now we just kick ass. <laughs> Ah, so oh, in an absence that's kind of, of a beautiful story. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. Can I check all their fingers? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm oh, see if they have rings. Yeah. Um, as you go walk up towards them, two of them pull out daggers, and um, the one dude that's on the snowmobile holds up his glove and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, not another step forward." Okay? I'm sorry. I just this came... is our city now. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just came because I wanted y'all to show me. Um, those fun teen hand gestures y'all do. Yeah, suck. How do you do suck it? Yeah, I can't, can I you see You put a, a X, like, yeah. what is it? It's a X uh, Go ahead and give me head. a deception check. Nine. You don't actually have any interest in knowing about D-Generation X suck it. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying to me and I'm offended. <laughs> what, you think I'm not interested in it? I'm Fuck curious you, how you dude. frame your crotch so perfectly with an X. Fuck you, man. <laughs> All right, that's enough. You go, get him. <laughs> Yeah, we throw Hugo at them. <laughs> Bury them with paperwork, Hugo. My best. <laughs> Bastards. All right, all right. I'm just going to come. I'm going to come clean. We are looking for that ring. Uh, go ahead and give me an inside check. Shout out to the two crew. <laughs> uh, you see they look at each other and uh, turn back to you and go, ring? Don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. Nah, I believe him. It's like a donut for your finger. Anyway, mm. peace out. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, he did the peace sign, did I see a ring on his fingers? He's gone. All right, fuck Rides it. Away. Um, I'm I'm running to keep up with them, and uh, I'm casting locate object. So uh, on the ring. Mm. Okay. If it's within a thousand feet of me, um, and it, or if it's in motion, I know the direction of its movement. I know the uh. The direction of the object's location. Um, you see, this dude basically left two of his friends in the dust. Hey, fucking wait up, man. Uh, they're running after the snowmobile. You can't keep up with the snowmobile. Snowmobile fully gets away. But it wouldn't be a thousand feet away from me. Um, he does not have the ring on him. You okay. do locate object. Uh, you do not find the ring. Uh, I guess we beat up the two remaining teens. <laughs> uh, everybody go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> There's my fucking nat 20. There it is. What a bullshit to waste it on us. <laughs> Shout out to the two crew. What did Hugo get? Tell us, Hugo. Hugo rolled an 18, but I'm also down to get brunch. <laughs> <laughs> good to know, good to know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have eaten today at all. <laughs> we had a lot of very stale gingerbread. Uh, I got a 13. You had that, so you got a 22. Oh, even better. Whoa, goodness. Hugo's still eating corn. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo, you are first. Um, so you have the weapons you have on you. You have a rapier, uh, which is a sword, and you also have a short bow. Uh, the dude on the snowmobile is still in range to shoot with the short bow, and these two other dudes that are on foot 
um, have drawn daggers. You also seem to be wearing very sharp stilettos. You <laughs> I'm three foot four now, yes. Why you did you say short shoes. bow with such an emphasis on short? Hugo didn't appreciate that. He'll be using the sword then. Sweet. Uh, so you want to just go after one of the dudes that's uh, not on the snowmobile? That's right. I'm going after one of the dudes that's not on the snowmobile. So you actually, as a rogue, um, the ah. path that you have, you can roll two d20s and you pick the higher one as you attack you because you're catching, them, you're catching them. You're uh, catching them off guard because you're acting before them. That's right. A shifty little Hugo. <laughs> Twenty-three. 23, sweet. Um, you super hit, so you roll with sneak attack. You roll a D8 and two D6s. Oh, this is so cute. Yeah, look at this. Jake, this is what you were oh, like. Oh, you roll well. <laughs> 12. 12 plus, plus four, so 16. Nice. Uh, you go. We have a we have a saying on Nadpod. It's no. finish him. Describe how you kill this. No, thing. no, you can also just knock him out if you want. It's winter glow. So I have a sword, right? Yeah. yeah. So I sort of stab him through the nostril. <laughs> you, some, some sort of kebab, and then I stare at everybody else, being like, "You guys really want to fuck with me now? You guys thought I was a nobody." You guys see Hugo stabs a rapier through this frost dwarf's nose, and then just pulls out kebab part of his brain. Yeah, man, anyone can kill a dwarfin. What? She's a teenage dwarf, man. Oh, fuck, man. You Hugo. killed him, dude. I got blood on my yeah, vest for this? Yeah, we tend to just concuss the teenager. I see. Uh-huh. Moonshine, that's your turn. Uh, how far away is the snowmobile? Uh, I'll say it's about 80 feet away now. 80 feet away. Then I am going to... Hugo doesn't have any cards. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo's played all of his. <laughs> Hugo's just got a bloodthirst, apparently. <laughs> Hugo's kind of a maniac. <laughs> I mean, you're strangely efficient at what you're doing, but... Oh, Stop, please. Oh, Hugo, you can also, um, as a bonus action, so basically at the end of your turn, you can roll to hide so that nobody can attack you now. Would you like to do that? <laughs> yes, I would like to Okay, hide. go ahead and roll a d20. Okay. He's so capable. I hate this. I'm a slippery little Hugo. Uh, so it'll be 11 <laughs> plus your stealth, which I think is 8. Great, 19. So you got a 19. So you just see Hugo disappears into the snow. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> All that's left is this ear of corn. <laughs> Oops! I pick it up and drag it down into the snow with me. Um, <laughs> it was absolutely finished. I'm gonna run within range of the snowmobile and then cast heat metal on it. Nice. So that the little thing has to bail. Okay, sweet. Um, you cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast a spell. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to do the damage again. Okay, um, go ahead and roll your 2d8 of damage. 11. Moonshine finished him. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, what I would like to do is I would like to like uh, like heat it in a way that he like accidentally like that he like falls over in a way that angles the snowmobile towards me. Sweet. Um, so that then I can jump on, uh, like uh, knock him out, throw him over my back, and now I'm riding the that's snowmobile. That's fucking insane. Go ahead and make an Arcana check. <laughs> an Arcana check. Yeah, to see how like well you're able to use a spell. Five. Five. Oof. <laughs> Moonshine, you heat this snowmobile. He goes, ah, oh, my ass. It's all fucking off. It's burning me. It's fucking burning yeah. me. You see he's all steaming yeah. up, crashes super hard into a brick wall, and just brains himself on the wall and just rolls off. Okay. Oh, I'm so hurt. 
Um, I'm pretty sure that was just a concussion <laughs> and that I didn't kill him. I'm so hurt. Oh, he is still alive. Yeah. I said finish him. This is bad karma. Don't worry, I'll come heal you, okay? Winter glow, right? That is Bev's turn. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess is the... There's the, just one left. Is the one that uh, Yugo brained still alive? No. <laughs> Even if I touch hands them? No. Okay. <laughs> then I guess I rush over to the one on the snowmobile. Okay. And I'll try and heal them. Okay, sweet. Uh, and then I guess as a, uh, I guess that's my action. So yeah, uh, I'll sweet. touch You're hands gonna do them. lay hands. Okay. Uh -huh. So how much of your? You only have like ten now. Oh gosh. Um, well, I'm level three, so yeah, I have fifteen. Okay. Uh, I'll give them five just to stabilize them. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> you heal him up, and he just like kind of hurts. Uh, I'm. I, I don't think you're correct at all, but I'm sorry about this. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Um, I is, check his fingers. That is the dwarf. You check his fingers. He does not have a ring on okay. him. <laughs> that is the dwarf's turn. Um, that one is going to try to stab you, Beverly, with a dagger. <laughs> what? Oh, come on. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, it, that does hit now. Sweet. Maybe you were right, Hugo. <laughs> Hugo style. Five, five, five damage to you, Bev. Where is he? Okay. <laughs> Uh, you see, I don't know. The snowbank is talking to me. Gets onto the snowmobile. Um, other dwarf runs up, uh, tries to stab you with a dagger. Natural three misses. Hops onto the back of the snowmobile. Snowmobile's uh, broken if it ran into a brick wall. I'm gonna roll a raw luck check to see how well the snowmobile is holding up. I'll roll it in front of hard one here so we can keep me honest. Uh, the higher, the better for these guys. That's a fifteen. That's I'm gonna a say lie. I'm gonna say it's sputtering and fucked up. It has slowed down. It is at half speed, but these guys are able to ride away for sixty feet. That okay. is hard one's turn. Who's near me? A dwarf? Uh one is dead, two of them are on the snowmobile together riding away. Uh can I throw a throwing axe at some vital part of the snowmobile? Uh yeah. You just <laughs> chug it at the snowmobile. Go ahead. Cool. Thank you, hard one. It's only a 12. Uh, that misses. You just like throw it way overhead. I have a second wow, attack, right? A, no. Oh, uh, I don't have two attacks? You don't. That is Balnor's turn. Balnor's going to throw a javelin. Uh, I'm aiming for a leg, but I can't promise anything. Uh, Balnor misses. Just way overthrows the javelin. That is Hugo's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I've been out. <laughs> Save us, Hugo. Uh, You're you the only one that's been able to do anything. You have a bow. You can shoot them with a bow. Ask me nicely, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I punch Hugo? <laughs> All right, what do I roll? Uh, just d20. All right. One. <laughs> uh, Hugo um, shoots himself in the foot. Ah! <laughs> Oh no, the right heel. through your heel. Uh, Moonshine, that's your turn. All right, heat metal is uh, within 60 feet, so I run even closer to it, and uh, bonus oh, that, action. Their uh, thing still is still going. hot, right? Yeah. Okay, so bonus, bonus action, action flare they it up each again. take 2d8. Oh, Jesus. That's <laughs> gonna be 10. Yeah, give me the old hot ass. Once, once again, they both fall <laughs> off of the snowmobile and it crashes into a wall. They're I both do, just can I do another Arcana check to try to uh, steer it in yeah. my direction? 13! 13. Um, you, they, it, it starts to turn, it just capsizes and rolls over and is vaguely pointed in your direction. Um, these kids are both uh, knocked out. Oh. So you guys are you guys are out of combat. Oh. Uh, let's go scoop up them youngins. Yep. This was humiliating. 
you go yes <laughs> i knew you, you'd ask me something like it's you, my fault what no actually i'm seeking your counsel your oh. lawyer right yes but i charge six percent now <laughs> i've just been promoted six percent of what <laughs> you want me to pick what? these youngins pockets and give you six percent yeah. of what i find you get such yes. a high percentage I and you sleep in an abandoned building you pick these kids pockets yeah what's um, in there a, t- a lot of gold they oh, have what? like they each have like ninety <laughs> gold on them, and like yes. ju- just random jewels and shit. I thought it was gonna be like Wait, dental floss. Do they have any corn on them? <laughs> they don't have any corn on them. I'm no. sorry, we can't give you six percent. They don't have any corn. Well, I'll take the gold then. <laughs> All right, I guess the deal's a deal. I give them six percent of that gold. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I've made seventy-five dollars off this lady. <laughs> I feel bad about this. All right, you they go. have a suspicious amount of money on them. Yeah, you go. Okay, I was gonna ask Hugo if, we, if he thought we should just kill these teens, but let's just let's just take the snowmobile to the graveyard where they hang out, mm-hmm. right? Can we wake one of these fuckers up and ask them where they got the gold? Let's hog yeah. tie them, wake them up. Okay, you hog tie uh, the nasty lads. You wake them up. Uh, you see one of them wakes up and goes, "Oh fuck, you kicked my ass, man! You yeah. made my snowmobile hot. Yeah. <laughs> this okay. one killed our friend." <laughs> <laughs> You goddamn right! I made it hot. <laughs> no, she she made it hot. You get that? You unceremoniously murdered their friend, and then hid in a snowbank. He had all the time in the world you, to turn his life you, around. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about the youngin that you go off, just uh, in, in a nice remembrance? Yeah, well, he was rad as hell. He basically really? would go around, and <laughs> usually dwarfins have a soft spot for other dwarfins. He didn't. He would like kick smaller kids and take their stuff. Oh, oh okay. That was. Like one of his favorite things was just like, okay. hey, right, there's dwarfins in the dwarfinage are sleeping. Let's go kick in the door and kick some kids while they sleep. So look, Hugo, you got lucky on that. <laughs> Hugo is rich. Hugo is intuitive. And Hugo is justice. <laughs> We're teaching Hugo. Hugo's only being like validated. <laughs> I everything. Hugo feels three foot seven now. He's on top of the world. You did change shoes again. I'm standing on four Where ears of corn. Where did you get those shoes? fuck me boots, Hugo? <laughs> oh, he oh he robbed that store. I see now. That's right. Well, it was, it was a Hugo boss. If yeah. you want, if you must know. <laughs> yeah, Hugo's full name is Hugo Boss. <laughs> Hugo Boss Clam. Ah. Balnor, would you like either of those to be your last name? Uh, uh, no. Okay. okay. Just checking. All right, all right, youngins, take us to the ring. Take us to the the we ring. We know you have the ring. Take us to the ring. Um. Y'all have too much money on you. Yeah. No, this is normal amount of money for no, us to have. It Seems is. Like I'm telling you shit. I slap him. <gasps> Ow! Go ahead and make an intimidate <laughs> check with advantage. Nat twenty, bitch. Yeah. Woo! Um, as soon as he gets slapped, ow, uh, you hear him fart and shit himself. <laughs> don't slap me, ow. Okay, look, yeah, we don't have bad. the ring. Ruskak has the ring, okay? And uh, you guys remember Ruskak was the like head of the nasty lads who mm-hmm. wore that like all that bone armor that he stole from the mausoleum. Bone boy, yeah. Uh, and he was like a little punk. Yeah. This kid continues and he goes, we snuck into the dwarfenage and... um." Ruskak took the ring, and he said that he was going to wish at midnight for everyone else to be super weak so that we would be the strongest. And also, ring is making Ruskak super strong. <laughs> we live in the castle now, dude. 
So Ruskak is in the castle? Ruskak is the freaking king, dude. Okay. Dude, the rules. He's a legend, man. You are making a mistake investing in this guy. You know he's just going to wish for himself to be strong and y'all going to be in the dust. Y'all are going to be working for him. But we get to ride around on snowmobiles. Yeah, it rules. Okay. It's a, yeah. All right. It yeah. Rule that yeah. Your, your buddy just got murdered by my buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yugo style. By the way, if she Turn hurt on. you, I can represent you against her. That was assault. I, I was actually, black. yeah, I would appreciate that. And who's we'll going to represent number. you in your murder trial? Oh, very coy. <laughs> very cunning. All right, trial's off. <laughs> That's a mistrial. <laughs> Let's I get would, brunch. We'll talk about it later. I would like you to defend me against yourself. I would like to charge you with the murder of my friend. No, no, no. Forget I said anything. I really think you guys should settle. Ragnarok, was it? <laughs> me? The king? The king, Ruskak. Ruskak? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to parse all these clues together. <laughs> what clues do you one. need? It's We've, the one. Everything's been solved. Wait, stop talking. Let's go see this guy. I have a feeling he's got the ring. We were told explicitly yeah, that he has the ring. Yeah, it's not a feeling. It's a confirmation. All right, follow me. <laughs> I, I, I guess I follow in line. Go, I follow go ahead and make a raw intelligence check. All right. Hugo's confidence is infectious. Ten. Should be plus two. Okay, so 12. 12. Um, you guys see... Hugo starts heading vaguely in the direction of the castle, like taking the long way. Um, but he is going in the right direction. Uh, hey, boss. <laughs> yes? Uh, actually, I know a shortcut if you want to not waste time. It seems like a long way to walk in those heels. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hurt as much as they think. You think they do? Oh, but, yeah. All right, let's do the shortcut. Bright blue. Yeah, so it was that way before I put the heels on. Let's take the shortcut. All right, but I'm still okay. in charge. Yeah, sure. Sweet. So you guys sneak through the city, padding lightly through the snow. Uh, you see several more deanimated iron dwarves as you travel. You can assume that um, once Ruskak had this ring, it like sucked all the arcane power out of the city. <laughs> so these automatons are no longer operational. I mean, that's kind of a good thing, right? Yeah, they were pretty bad. They were kind of a police state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, can I do an arcana check to see if we can instill them with power and make them our friend? Uh, sure. Cool. Uh, that's going to be a 18. Um, you have enough arcane knowledge to know that you do not have enough arcane knowledge to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you would cool. need to be like an arch wizard to make a oh. robot. <laughs> I whisper... Kill you go. And nothing happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're broken. They're totally broken. Weird. I thought maybe I could put like a first level spell in it and it yeah. would like, you know, That's, that become be my friend. <laughs> uh, so the We've city... already made one good friend today. Why would we ever need more? Right, Hugo. Who? Oh, right. Yeah, no, totally. Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> Who, though? <laughs> Who, though? But Hugo. <laughs> Oh, he's going to use that. <laughs> that's that's the billboard for his uh <laughs> for his law office. Hurt Who an though? actor? You go. <laughs> Who goes the boss? Uh, so the city is still extremely quiet until you reach the cold iron keep. Uh, you once again um, hear the sound of some kind of vehicle going through the snow, um, and you hear many nasty teens goofing around. 
Uh, you guys sneak up. You see that the castle is surrounded by a tall iron fence, but the gate has been broken and hangs open. In the castle courtyard, there is a mural to the three original dwarven kings, uh, but you see that this has been vandalized. There are around six teens um, messing around in the courtyard here, as well as one riding around on a snowplow, um, just like ramming it into the mural. <laughs> this is funny and sacrilegious. Yeah, dude, you roll. As far as the castle itself, it's two stories tall, but the first story is very tall. Uh, the first story looks like a Gothic castle built of black stone and iron. There are spires shooting out of the tops of the guard towers with busts of dwarven kings and big stained glass windows. You see the castle narrows as it gets up to the second story, which is an all glass room with thick panes that connect windows in an octagonal shape. Uh, uh, it basically looks like a big lantern. Um, so you guys can think of the castle like a square with a guard tower at each of its four corners and little walkways between them. Uh, you can see teens on the walkways up there. Guys, go ahead and give me perception checks. I'll tell you how much you see. Good Lord. Six. Uh, 13. 11. Uh, 19 plus something. <laughs> Nice. Uh, just 19 for your, because uh, you don't have plus to wisdom, I don't think. You guys okay. run in the show. You go, you look up and you see that in these guard towers, they have these big ballistas, essentially these giant crossbows. And you see that um, at each of the two towers at the front of the castle, there are two teens manning them. And you see throughout the walkways between the uh, second story towers, you see kids walking around with like rock slings. What do you see, Hugo? Well, it's not good <laughs> for you guys. It's a series of security figures, teenagers, crossbows, slings, the full nine. Hmm. There's nine, <laughs> there's nine teens? No, not nine teens. The whole nine yards is what I meant. <laughs> the walkway is, it looks longer than nine yards. Yeah, well, like I said, uh, these are all turn. Who is this kid? <laughs> so, yeah, so Hugo sees these ballistas up in the towers and you guys see about a dozen teens between the ones that are up on the walkway and in the towers and out front here. Okay, then maybe we just split up. Two of us go to one tower, two of us go to the other. We hopefully take the towers and the walkway and then can rain down fire upon these ones around the snowmobile after. So I think the goal, that would be my goal. I like that goal. Okay. I'll go with you go. Okay, you I'll, go. <laughs> me and this blind buffoon will go first. Blind buffoon? <laughs> Wish me luck. I mean, you saw your perception. Sorry. I, I shouldn't What are you get talking into it. about? He couldn't, he couldn't see anything on the towers. You guys have to rely on me. I obviously have better eyes. You stole binoculars from that store. <laughs> yeah, You're also wearing platform shoes. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. okay, so you guys are splitting up two yeah. and two to both towers? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So you guys are basically going to try to like scale the wall and yeah. get up to the towers? Can we get over to the towers without the teens in the yard seeing us? We um, to you'll need to do stealth checks, okay. yeah. yeah. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk 
text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Okay, so I'll say Hard One and Yugo are going over to the left, sneaking through the courtyard, um, trying to have the teens not catch them. Let's have you guys roll your stealth checks first. Very, very quiet, Yugo. 12. I got a nine. Okay. Um, These teens do not have good passive perception. You guys successfully get by the ones that are in the courtyard. I guess there is a snowplow going off, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just super loud, super rowdy teens. I'm going to roll... Oh, while I'm stealthing, I go into symbiotic entity. Nice. Okay, Moonshine goes into symbiotic entity. I look like a mushroom woman now. Got it. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll two pure luck checks. Ten or higher, they are the teens in your tower are paying attention, um, and that means they'll do a perception check to actually look for you instead of it just being passive. Um, so I'm gonna I'll roll in front of you, Jake. Nine, that one is not paying attention. You see one of the ones up by the ballista just keeps talking to the other one. Yeah, man, she was super hot. We were like hanging out and stuff. It was pretty cool. I'm listening very intently. (laughs) Uh, The other one gets an 18, so he is diligent. Shut up, dude. We have a job to do. Protect Ruskak. Ruskak rules. Um, He's going to go ahead and make a perception check to try to see you guys. The lower one was you, hard one. You got a nine. That is a natural five. He does not see you. Yes. So you guys get up to the tower. 
I turn sideways. I'm very thin. <laughs> um, guys, go ahead and give me athletics checks to or acrobatics for um, Hugo, if you would like. Uh, Hugo. <laughs> out of my way, Hugo. Watch this. That's, oh, god damn it. That's a nine. A nine? Seven. Okay. He did roll a natural one. Oh, my god. He rolled a natural one. Okay. You guys both need to roll new stealth checks Mm. um, because you guys are making noise as you climb up the tower. You cannot do it. Me first, you little shit. Uh, That is a, that's an 11. 18. Okay. You guys um, break off a few bricks as you're climbing, um, but the dude above you guys does not see, and he seems to be the only one that is paying attention. You guys begin climbing up the towers. Bev and Moonshine, you guys are going to the other one. You guys go ahead and give me stealth checks. Um, I will tell you right now, these guys have a passive perception of eight. So you got to beat an eight. Oh, God. Uh Uh-oh. I got a seven. Seven. I got an 18. All right, fuck it. Can I wild shape into a bird? <laughs> Not yet. You're going to have to roll initiative. So um, you go and hard one as you guys are climbing up the towers. Um, you see Moonshine and Bev make a break for it and start running for their tower. And you see one of the teens looks over and sees them um, and goes, oh, we got fucking company here, man. Uh, you see the snowplow backs up and goes, vroom, vroom, vroom. that's the kid making that noise. Yeah, man, fucking boom, boom, boom. Uh, everybody <laughs> go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> you don't have to make the noise. Boom, boom. <laughs> 23. Seven. 17. Eight. So hard one, you are first. Nobody has seen you yet. Am I up on top of the tower or am I still climbing? You have not made it all the way to the top of the tower. I will say if you would like to use your movement, you can get to the top of the tower. I'm going to try to get to the top of the tower and throw one of the kids off. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Go ahead and make an athletics check. I'll say 15 or higher. You can make it up there with your movement. Uh, We're killing on Christmas. That's a 25. Jesus. Uh, Yeah, you scramble up to the top of the tower. You see two kids up there at this ballista. Um, They are looking forward. They do not see you right now. I'm going to... Can I drop kick them both off the tower? Um, I will say you can make an attack with disadvantage if you do that. Fucking hell yeah. Okay. (laughs) Roll two. Pick the lower one. If you hit their AC, I'll allow it. 14. (laughs) They do not have high armor class. Yeah, You run over, double drop kick. Oh, fuck no. It's so fucking high up here, man. Suck it. Falls off. Um, (laughs) uh, You see these two dwarves fly off the tower and just crash into the snow with a sickening crunch. Um, Hugo taught me to kill teenagers. (laughs) Whoa. Not like that, you fucking animal. I recorded that. I have that on record. Oh, no. Not me swearing. (laughs) Uh, High alert everywhere. Uh, The dwarves are all freaking out. The one in the snowmobile is going to ride at you, Moonshine. Um, Moonshine, I'm going to need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Bev, you got that thing plus four, or is that... Do you have that at third level? No, I don't have that yet. We are out in the cold. 18, bitch! 18. Um, Moonshine, uh, this one teen um, riding the snowmobile rides at you, puts the shovel down, tries to scoop you. You roll out of the way. Um, there Bitch, are, I'm Bennett scooping. There are five <laughs> more down here. Um, three of them are going to go after you, Moonshine, and two of them are going to go after Biff. One of them hits you, Moonshine, for five. Oof. And then the other two kids go after you, Bev. One of them hits for three. 
Cool. Um, there are four up top on like the walkways. Um, the four in the one walkway are gonna run over to the ballista that hard one is at um, and take some swings at him. First one hits, second one misses, third one misses, fourth one gets a 15 to hit. My AC is 16 right now, Sweet. baby. That is three damage, hard one. Damn it. Um, then the ones up in the tower are gonna shoot a ballista down at, um, we'll say Bev, because the snowplow is going after Moonshine. That's an at one. Um, they fucking full on break the ballista. <laughs> they, <laughs> oh fuck, dude. Oh, this looks so expensive. Shit on me, man. Fuck. You gotta read the manual. Bev, that is your turn. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm near the, it's a plow, right? Yep. Uh, can I just run up the plow and try and launch myself into the cockpit to stab the person in there? They have three quarters cover, so it's gonna be a little hard to hit them, but they don't have good AC. Okay, uh, commandeer. So try to stab into them. Commandeer the snowmobile. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got to clean up these streets. Uh, 19 to hit. A 19 does hit. Woo! Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, it's so little. Um, 10 damage. You stab into it. You incapacitate this kid. Um, Snowplow just keeps, like, rolling forward <laughs> oh, as, as he rolls over on the wheel. Ah, uh, um, I guess can I try and get in there? Sure. Um, yeah, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. Oh, that's going to be a six. Sweet. Um, you try to scramble into the helm. You can't do it all in one turn, um, but you are getting into position for next turn. Cool. Um, that is Hugo's turn. Hugo, you are climbing this tower. Chaos all around you. All right. I continue climbing up the tower. Sweet. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Okay. Can I, get, can I lower my hand and try to help him up? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'll <laughs> allow this. Uh, go ahead and roll with advantage. Roll two and pick the higher one. Come, Hugo. 22. Sweet. Um, you scramble up. Hard one reaches his hand down. You take it, and he pulls you up. Um, you see that there are four dudes up here stabbing at hard one with daggers. Holy shit. I didn't need your help, but thank you. <laughs> you um, want to attack one of these guys? I don't know. I felt I feel kind of bad about the braining the other day. <laughs> <laughs> the other day. It was two minutes ago, man. Sorry. Yeah. My whole sense of time is all warped because of the... The braining. Uh, okay. I, Look, I just killed two of these fuckers. Really? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, you're worse than me. Okay. I'm going to try to defeat uh, a few other teens. Sweet. For the sake of the team. Sweet. I try to... Yeah. Uh, so you, um, you don't get to roll with advantage. This time you just roll regular. Okay. And again, let me know about brunch. I'm starving. <laughs> You've had so much corn already. <laughs> 16. Uh, you super hit. Uh, go ahead and roll two D6s and a D8. 15. So we have um, a cleave rule, which means that if you do enough damage to one, you can go into another one. So you can kebab three of them. <laughs> I guess you could say I'm hungry for kebab. <laughs> I kebab three of them. You see Hugo um, stabs three of them. Through the nostril? <laughs> Through the nostril. Through ascending again. height order? <laughs> And Hugo takes the lead again. Uh, Four teens to two, brother. <laughs> he, he, I have to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever killed anyone before. <laughs> I'm kind of freaking out, hard one. I never told you my I'm more name. of a shyster than a murderer. <laughs> never. Uh, would you like to hide or anything, Hugo? Yes, please. Okay, roll a stealth check. How do just, I do that? Uh, just d20. <laughs> 26. So he just disappears again. Commits Later murder and disappears. Hugo, it gets easier. 
We're Jesus. You abandoned me. I'm shiny. All right, Moonshine, that is your turn. You see Bev is working on getting the snowplow. Yeah. Um, and then there are five other dudes down here. Yeah, so we're all up and we're all scrunched together. So yeah. I'm going for the middle one and I'm going to ice knife him. Okay. Which means every creature within five feet of him, which is going to be all the other four, yeah. will, um, it's going to, I'm going to make a range attack. Whether I hit or miss, everyone's going to take 2d6 cold damage. Jeez, do they make any kind of roll? Dex save or something? Yes, they do. They make a deck saves or take 2d6. Okay. So I'm going to... I'm going to fucking miss. I'm not going to hit him. <laughs> Fails all around, though. Yeah! Woo! Everyone takes three cold damage. Why am I rolling like dog shit? I fucking um, am never getting leveled down ever again. <laughs> How dare you, Murph? Um, And then I'm going to spores one of them for uh for six more. Jeez. Um, yeah, Moonshine, you do your ice knife. You take three of them down to two HP. Your spores will allow the cleave rule. You take another three of them out. Yes. Um, there's one left. <laughs> I mean, that's my turn. And that is Balnor's turn. Balnor Great. runs up. You nasty lads. Shoot him. Um, he's going to run up and uh, Balnor hits. They're playing grab ass, Balnor. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knock it off. Um, Balnor hits one with the butt of his sword and knocks him out. Uh, They're roughhousing on Crickmas, Balnor. The ones down here... Balnor's knocking them out. You're making me look bad, man. The ones down here are all knocked out. Um, that is back up to Hard One. Hard One, you see that there are two still up here on the ballista at, like, the right tower. And then you see there are two towers in the back of the castle. One of them is abandoned, and one of them has two dudes on it. And you see, like, four more dudes running down the pathway trying to get to you guys. Got it. So the closest folks to me are the are the ones running towards us. Uh, actually, go ahead and give me a perception check as well. 14. You're a little bit distracted by all the kind of chaos around you, but you do see that now that you're up in this tower, you have a better view of the second floor here and um, all of this glass. And you can see that um, this looks to be some kind of king's quarters or something, like s somewhere where somebody would sleep. Um, and you see that there is somebody sitting in a chair facing away, like looking towards the rift in the material plane. Um, can I jump on? Can I jump through it? Try to jump through the glass? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a strength check. That's our boy. Sweet. Later, you go. Shout out to the two crew. Oh! Uh, I uh, don't have any luck points. Uh, hard wish, one. This is so sad. I miss Papa's help actions. Hard one. You rush forward. Uh, try to action movie jump through the window um, and take one damage and just oh. face plan on it and just bounce back and fall prone <gasps> onto the tower. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I'll say that's your movement, but you can still make an attack if you'd like. Oh, sick. Uh, so, I'm, but I'm down by the glass now? Um, you're like up in the tower and then the glass is like eye level with you now. Great. I'll swing my axe at the glass. Sweet. <laughs> Got to test the shoulder first. 13, dam or 13 to hit. Uh, 13 uh, is not uh, good enough to hit to do damage to it. Uh, you would assume mm. that this would be pretty hard to break. This is the king's quarters after all. Mm -hmm. um, that is the dwarf's turn. Uh, you see... The two that are uh, the two that broke the ballista um, are just gonna pull out rock slings and try to uh, throw rocks down at uh, I guess Bev as he's trying yeah. to climb into the snowplow. One hits and the other one crits. Cool. Um, Great so the, job. The one who crits does a big seven damage. Happy winter glow. And the Happy other one does four damage, so eleven damage total. You start getting pelted with rocks. Hey, cut it out. 
out as you go in. These damn teens. This is supposed to be a day of peace. Yeah. Mandatory peace. <laughs> you know how, how that works. <laughs> <laughs> all is calm, all is bright. <laughs> by the law. Yeah. And then, um, hard one, you saw that there were some on the walkway, uh, like running towards you from the um, back towers. Um, they are going to approach you and I'll take cracks at you. So there are four of them. Um, first one misses. Second one misses. Third one hits. Fourth one misses. Total of four damage. Sweet. That is Bev's turn. Okay. Um, I guess I'll try and go ahead and get into the snowplow. Sweet. Yeah, baby. All right. Do I need to make a roll for that? Nope. You're in the snowplow. Um, can I get a sense of the controls? Uh, uh, go ahead and give me an intelligence check. That's an eight. An eight. Um, I feel like Bev would have ridden a snowplow before. It's, it is pretty easy for you to yeah. get like the accelerator going and moving. You don't know quite how to use like the shovel as a weapon or how to use anything, but you're, okay. you're riding around. Yeah. I'm going to try and ram the snowplow into the tower. Uh, to try and make it crumble. Oh, okay, Ooh, sweet. That's a good uh, idea. Go ahead and make an attack roll for the plow. All right. And I will apply its stuff. Plow, plow, plow. Come on, plow. Oh, Pelor, grant this plow your holy light <laughs> so that it may mess up some teens real bad. That's a seven uh, plus five, 12. Okay, so you got a 12. Uh -huh. Okay, so they are going to do a DC 12 dex check. Mm. Hugo and hard one also have to do this. Uh-oh. Sorry, hard one, Hugo. Uh... <laughs> yeah, 16. I rolled an 11. Um, hard one, uh. you and two of the dudes fall off the tower. Into the soft, soft snow. Yay. <laughs> hard one, you take 10 damage as you hit the ground hard. Oh, and two of, I thought the glass hurt. Two of, two of these teens go down. Um, Bev, you feel hard one just crash uh, into the top of this um, snowplow that you're driving. Sorry, buddy. It's all good as long <laughs> as we kill two teenagers. <laughs> we got to work on your reasoning. Uh, Hugo, that's your turn. You've got two dudes up here with you. All right. Time to hurt them in some <laughs> way. Yeah. Form. So just roll a d20, and then you roll a d8 if you hit. Yeah. 18? Yep. Yes, Hugo's uh, rolling so, well. So just roll a D8. He wasn't kidding about Hugo style. <laughs> Opa Hugo style. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> Six. Six. Okay, uh, you take another one down. There is just one up here with you. Would you like to hide? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll D20. <laughs> Coward. I'm a slippery man. Hugo says bye-bye. <laughs> How can we not see him? His vest is so bright. <laughs> Uh, six, yeah, 17. Sweet. Hugo hides pretty well. Moonshine, that's your turn. Oh, his blood is blending in with the vest. Can I get up to the tower? Uh, go ahead and make an athletics check. 17. 17. Um, Moonshine, I'll say it's going to take your action and your movement to get to the top. Okay, but can I get at least within 60 feet? Certainly, yeah. All right, yeah. then I'm just going to thorn whip one of those little bitches out oh, of there. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. One of the ones up by the ballista. The broken ballista that's slinging rocks. The uh, 12 hit. A 12 does hit. Yeah. Uh, so you I... whip him out. He's gone. He <laughs> flies off the tower. Ah, uh, no. Uh, I spores him on the way down just to make sure he's dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you go taught me this. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys. This is getting way out of control. 
I thought we would just like steal some coins and now I've killed you. God, I feel like 15 people. This is Balnor's turn. He pulls out a javelin. No. I got him. You go. Oh, no, no. Watch out. Throws the one that's near Hugo style. Hugo uh, style, Balnor. No, I'm not um, a murderer. He got a two. Whips past Hugo's head. Ah! Jesus Christ. Hugo, what have you done to my friends? Uh, that's back up to Hard One's turn. Uh, where am I? I've fallen, fallen from the down. tower. You're like on top of the snowplow with Bev. Oh shit! I could have also, uh, if I'm, a, I could have also bonus word healing, healing word, uh, hard, hard one. one. Yeah, mm. might as well. Might as well. Thank you. It's gonna be a nine. Awesome. I love that. Thank you very much. Sweet. Hey, um, right. Hard one, you still see two that are up on like the second level. One is up in the tower, and one is up in the other tower with you. Go. Got it. And Help I, me. <laughs> you're you're bad at hiding, Hugo. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I'll throw my. I can't get there in this in this. You turn, can throw can a javelin. I? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I don't think I have a javelin at this point, but I have a throwing. I toss axe. him one. Uh, a throwing axe is fine. Same All thing. Right. Yeah, I'll throw. I'm gonna throw a throwing axe at that guy. Nat twenty. Woo! My curse doesn't apply in this. You, no, no it doesn't. <laughs> that is Gosh. really funny that you've been rolling him. Um, oh, you can't man. not. You can't not destroy him. You, uh, axe flies up, hits him in the chest, uh, impales him through the nostril. Impales him through <laughs> the nostril. And I wink at Hugo. Flies, no, flies no. off of the tower. Do not wink yeah. at me. That's liability. Yes, Hugo style. We go down for these war crimes together, Hugo. <laughs> we are Jesus. finding the nearest confession booth after this, and we're all cramming in there. We'll never guys, One big you, booth. You guys will never see me again. You're murderers. <laughs> Um, that is this last dwarf's turn that is you on the other tower. me the light. Uh, he is going to run. He just takes off running away. Moonshine, don't go towards Hugo. Is, is he not going to take an opportunity attack from Hugo? Uh, no, he's on the other tower. He was, he was slinging rocks at people. Don't worry, Hugo. I got him. Please do not hurt him. Uh, that's that's best turn. <laughs> that's my nephew. Um, you do look like someone's uncle. I'm two foot ten. <laughs> Uh, do I see? <laughs> you're strong. You, you <laughs> you're wearing flats. You Hugo. took the heels off of your posture. He's <laughs> wearing so many shoes. Um, is the door to the base level of the castle open? Yeah. Uh, I want to drive the plow inside. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Bev, as you enter, go ahead and make an intimidation check. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be a twenty-one. Jesus. Ooh. Bev. You crash the snowplow through the archway. It breaks off some of the stone and makes room for you. You start riding into the first level of the castle here. You see that it's this great hall that's already been destroyed. You see they've broken up the giant oak tables and have just made big pyres. Um, you see that there were like seven nasty lads here fucking around. They see the plow. Kalukale, mother truckers. <laughs> oh, fuck, weird kid. All right, you see seven of these kids just like start diving out windows and running. <laughs> I'm laying on the horn. Uh, you lay on the horn. Wait, is uh, Hard One still on the roof? Um, oh, yeah, he can be. Yeah, Hard One's just hanging onto the roof. Nice. Move, move. <laughs> uh, the nasty lads ditch this first level. There is nobody else down here. Awesome. Um, so you guys are effectively out of combat. Let's call Let's call this little Rusgak motherfucker down here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get him out of his comfort zone. Rusgak. 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 Come join, higher, a, join higher. us, Hugo. Hard one, can Who, you get me? higher? <laughs> Uh, Rusgak, we got the necklace of good fortune. <laughs> uh, you guys hear 
Uh, no response. All right. Okay. I guess we have to go to him. Um, can I look at my amulet as a bonus action? Sure. Cool. Can I take a little gander at that? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll I'll wait. I'm uh, it's just one hit die. Yep. At this point. Never mind. Then I will take a look. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you saw him, right? Yeah, I saw. All right. it was, so you guys all you guys all meet up. You guys yeah. are all on the first level now. Do we see like stairs leading up to the second level? Yeah, you can go up there through the tower. Okay. Yeah, it looked like Ruskak to me. All right, you go. Yes. Uh, dispatch us. Give us give us a rousing speech to inspire <laughs> us to battle. Well, uh, never have thing. I felt okay. ferocity until I saw you murder a teen through his nostril. Well, please don't recall that with such vivid detail. <laughs> That's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. I wanted to steal some cash from these dwarves. Uh, what ended up happening was me murdering four teenagers and assisting in the death of countless others. I'm no hero. I'm a Lugo. Or loser. <laughs> Going away. Goodbye. No, I don't know. I'll stay here. Okay. I'm glad he feels bad about it at the very least. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you, you give us the order. We're going to go. Let's do this. Okay. All right. <laughs> you, you don't want to say let's you go? No. Let's you go. <laughs> Can I pickpocket Wait, a couple so teams on the way? I'm going or? <laughs> okay. So you guys... You guys um, rush up the tower. Um, okay, yeah. But we're sneaking. We're stealthing. You're sneaking. Okay, yeah. everybody go ahead and give me stealth checks. 14. 9. 20, not net. Wow. 16. Sweet. So you guys sneak up. Moonshine, you're being a little noisy. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> she had beans for dinner. <laughs> yeah, Papa farts. <laughs> Here. Papa, don't respond to your own fart. <laughs> <laughs> He scares himself. <laughs> Papa, don't blame it on me. Papa, play it cool when you pass <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, Papa's yapping as you guys sneak up the tower. You enter the second floor. Uh, you see there is no fire here, uh, no light, other than the eerie purple glow from the rift piercing through the windows of this atrium. You see that this was clearly the king's chambers. Um, there's a bed, some bookcases, a large reading chair facing out towards the mountain um, with a view of the rift. Uh, you see a large, burly dwarf in armor made of bones facing away from you, um, looking at Mount Forge. Um, and as you guys sneak up, you hear him. Um, you've made enough noise. You see his head leans back a little bit. And in this voice that is... Sounds almost demonic, like he's been taken over by this kind of like arcane energy. You hear him go, It is almost midnight. Almost time to make my wish. I am already the strongest in Frostwind. And soon I will be the strongest in all of Bohemia. I rule. I kick ass. You guys suck. (laughs) Well, maybe you haven't met our friend, the child killer. That's honestly more of a nickname than anything else. We'll call him the teen cleaner. Mean teen cleaner. A child by accident earlier today. Finds a clean, finds the teens and cleans them up. Uh, you see Ruskak stands up and turns around. He always wore this armor um, that was made of bones that he stole from the mausoleum, but now he is unnaturally buff and uh, it's way too small for him. You see that there are huge gaps in the armor through which nearly translucent skin pokes out. Huge muscles with straining, unnatural veins 
arcane energy crackles around him and his eyes glow purple. Uh, you see the ring. Uh, it is this ring of blackened iron glowing with the same light. It looks like it would be quite difficult to get off. You see where the ring is on his finger looks to be the same width as like it always was, but he's got like Ugh. big, meaty, giant hands um, on either side, just super puffy. Hard one. He stole your bulk. You're right. <laughs> Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, another nat 20 on initiative? Wow. This episode is a curse for me for rolls. Uh, 22. 17. 22. Uh, 15. Okay, you go, you are first. You go wants to hide. <laughs> <laughs> Just right off the bat hide? That's right, I'm out of here. Uh, go ahead and make a self check. All right. 12. Sweet. Um, you go, you try to hide. You don't do a particularly good job. No. Um, that is Moonshine's turn. Uh, you see Hugo's just hiding behind a pillar. With <laughs> He's got his hands Hugo. over his eyes like a toddler that's playing hide and seek. Hugo, this room is mostly glass. What were you thinking? You're not How exactly much? earning your 38%, Hugo. 42%. <laughs> How much would it how much would it hurt if I threw Hugo at him? How would I roll for that? You could find out. Mm, no, that seems that seems rude. Um, okay, I guess I'm down to just two first level spells and cantrips. So, is there an open window? Um, no, they're all okay. thick and closed. Okay. T h i c c. Like hard closed. <laughs> yeah, closed off emotionally. All right, I guess I'm just gonna try to hit him with ice knife. Sweet. I don't got shit else to do. Ice kebab. <laughs> does a 15 hit? A 15 does hit. Yeah! Okay. You cannot stop me. I am power. Just knife goes right into his chest. <laughs> Ow! Oh my god. Wow. Ow. Your bone takes... shirt is so small. It's like a little bone bib. Ow. Three damage, and then it does a dexterity save. Fails. Takes 11 more, and then I spores him for six. Jeez. Nice. Um, Moonshine, yeah, you run up, you throw the ice knife, sticks in his chest, spores him, do all this poison damage to him. You see it rocks him back. He is tough for you guys, but you guys recognize as seasoned adventurers, this is just a pumped up punk. Yeah. Um, that is... That's for Hugo. Bev's <laughs> Hugo turn. Hugo style. <laughs> Together we killed him. <laughs> You're getting back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Now that the table turned. Two heroes in this journey. Uh -huh. Me and what's her face. <laughs> Hard one, that's your turn. It's uh Whatever. <laughs> My name's Margaret. <laughs> Margaret Sideburn. <laughs> Margaret Sideburn. <laughs> I don't want this guy knowing my name. <laughs> That's fair. You can't ID us. Um, I am going. I'll swing my axe at. I'll swing my axe at Ruskak. Sweet. Oh damn! Ten. Ten, ten does not hit. I'll. Sw oh wait. I don't. That's it. I'm gonna use my action surge. <laughs> yeah. I get it once. You're trying maybe. really hard, man. What? You can't hit me. Oh, I can hit you. Oh, yeah. I can you also hide weak, like man. some other heroes. I'm kind of on his side. <laughs> Whose side? I crit. That's a, that's a 19. Oh, sweet. Nice. 27 damage. Jesus. Um, yeah, you mess him right up. Uh, you slash into him. He staggers back. Can You'll you? go help. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's finish this fucker. Uh, which fucker? <laughs> Whatever. Who's ever, whoever's more hurt. Uh, Bev, that's your turn. <laughs> Hugo style means less and less now. 
All right. Um, Jesus, Hugo, is that another shoe change? <laughs> <laughs> I'm three foot nine. Did we pass a DSW I didn't see? <laughs> you found stilts there? <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and hit Ruskak as well. Sweet. Uh, is 14 hit? It does. Woo! All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and divine smite on this one. Sweet. Uh, I pray to Pelor and say, please, on this winter glow eve, bless my sword so that it might be in the style of Yugo. Opa Yugo style. <laughs> uh, you see, Bev, as you make that prayer, you see that there are like little strings of arcane energy coming out of you and going into um, Ruskak. What? And Ruskak just mockingly goes, oh, Lord, please tell me, please tell me. Shut up, dude. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> Your prayer went to Ruskak? What? I still get to Divine Smite, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just heard it, man. <laughs> You're praying? That's so funny. Praying is not funny. Unless you want it to be. Unless it's like a fun little joke. Unless you have an inside joke with God. Which is what I consider you. Uh, 22 damage. Starting to look pretty messed up. Great. That is Ruskak's turn. Ruskak is going to... Attack Yugo. Yugo has hidden. You guys are all up in his business. Um, so Moonshine threw an ice knife, so it's just Bev and Hard One. Uh, I'm going to say he's going to go after Hard One. Hard One attacked him first. Um, he's going to try to power bomb you. I learned this by watching this on the WWE Network. Yeah, um, I, I learned from watching the WWE Network, too, so don't fucking try it. Uh, a that's subscriber? a 17 to hit? That works. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see him kick hard one in the stomach. Hell yeah. Pick him up for the powerbomb. <laughs> right, you go, double team, man. I'm in. You go, you're asking to get thrown. Uh, that is 12 damage to you, hard one. Ow. Slams you down. Go ahead and give me a... Um, oh, you are grappled. So he slams you down, and he keeps hanging on. Um, that is Balnor's turn. Balnor's going to run forward. Get off of him. Um, Balnor misses big time, just whiffs and keeps running forward. Um, at the end Thanks, buddy. Of, Coward. of Balnor's turn, Ruskak is going to take a little villain action. Um, you see he uh, holds his hands up and he goes, you cannot defeat the coolest, raddest, baddest dude, and the strongest guy ever. And he clenches his fist. Um, you see this burst of arcane energy coming out of the rift and breaking all of the windows in the room. Everyone go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. 11. Shout out to the three Cree. 17. Mm, 18? Sweet. Do I have to add anything? Yeah, that's, you did it right. Right. Very proud of you. <laughs> okay, so Moonshine and Bev, you guys both take seven damage, okay. and Yugo and Hard One, you guys take three. <laughs> <laughs> that is back up to Yugo's turn. Uh, you see Ruskag looks at you, Yugo, and goes, you and me, we can take out all of them, and then I'll share the profits from the ring with you. I'm in, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to attack? Yugo, Help. Hard One. Yeah. Hard One. <laughs> Make an attack on Hard One. <laughs> It's gonna hit. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, because Ruskak is right next to him. You can roll two d6s and a d8. I invoked Yugo style. How could you? Oh my god! Oh my god. What? So many. Uh, Sixteen plus something plus the four. Oh, I'm down. 
Uh, you guys see Hugo goes up and stabs Hard One in the back. Emotionally or? <laughs> Physically. A little bit. Um, hard One goes down. Rusk if I was going to yes. go down anyway, this is how I wanted to die. Um, that is Moonshine's turn. Moonshine, you've got Hugo and Ruskak here. I think I'm just going to try to push Hugo out the window. <laughs> Wait, can I hide? <laughs> oh, wait, do you want to hide at the end of your turn? Yeah, can't I? Go ahead and roll a stealth check. Later, skaters. <laughs> Nine plus eight. Okay, 17. Uh, Moonshine, go ahead and make a perception check to try to find Yugo. You can't find me. I'm the Yugo man. I only got 10. Uh, you can't find Yugo. <laughs> All right, then. All right. Uh, I guess I'm just... I guess we should have known he wasn't on our side when he was stealing from the dwarfins. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna, um, I guess I'm just going to attack Rusgag. Okay. Not my friend. <laughs> I feel justified, but sad. I'm starting to regret I... killing teenagers for you, Hugo. <laughs> uh, that's gonna miss. And then I guess I'm just gonna... <laughs> Spores in the general direction that Hugo was. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make an attack roll with disadvantage. Uh, like to a spell spores? attack. Yeah. A spell to attack find with Hugo. You're just like spitting in the general direction of Hugo, hoping you hit him. 14. Uh, that misses Hugo. Damn um, it. That is Hard One's turn. Hard One, go hey, ahead. I thought we were on the same team. Hard One, give me a death <laughs> saving throw. Oh, wait. That is also- not 20. Not yes. 20? Oh! Hard one, you kip up. You kick right back up. You're at one HP. Oh, and I you still like, have a turn. You still have a turn. I was stabbed by a coward. <laughs> Can I try to find Hugo? Yeah, go ahead and make a perception <laughs> check. Damn, it's only a nine. You can't find Hugo. All right, so I'll attack Rusgak with my single turn. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to throw an axe in a general direction that I last saw Hugo. <laughs> okay, make, make an attack, make with, attack disadvantage. with disadvantage. I've yeah. sown discord amongst the group. You've actually united us all against you. Yeah. Ruskak, help! <laughs> I'm trying, man. Ooh. Why are you like this? Two nine. That's a 15. Uh, you do hit Hugo. Ow. Uh, go ahead and roll your d6. He's <laughs> <laughs> throwing axe. That's seven damage to Hugo. Uh, Hugo, you are hit with an axe in the leg. Uh, it pierces your heel? thigh and sticks in there. My thigh. <laughs> Luckily, uh, I have two. That is Call Bev, that is Bev's turn. Okay, Bev, you and me, let's attack. I don't really give a shit. As soon as I saw you steal all those shoes, and also that gold, and then kill that child, I knew you were bad news. Um, do I see Hugo? Has he revealed himself? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> still, you guys heard a yelp as hard. There's like a it. god with the ring, and we do all I... need to kill Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> With my divine sense, can I sense his rotten heart? Uh, no. Okay. Um, shit. I am going to look for Yugo as well. Sweet, make a perception check. <laughs> Yugo. <laughs> uh, that's a 15. Uh, 15 does not find Yugo. God damn it. You make an attack roll with disadvantage if you want to throw something. You can run, but you can't hide. Only I can hide. I'm Yugo. Can I cast Compel Duel on Yugo? Uh, you can't see him. Oh, do I have to see him? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to try and find him. Just this once. I'm uh, going to try and find him. Uh, go ahead and throw a javelin. Yep. Disadvantage. Cool. Bev, I know you can hear me. You, me, and that bad guy. It's yeah. more annoying that I can hear you. So you know he's bad. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, that's going to be a nine. <laughs> you miss. Uh, uh, that is Ruskak's turn. Ruskak is going to, um, still has hard one grappled, um, is going to 
try to crush you, hard one, go ahead and make a strength saving throw. That's a 10. Good luck, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You killed me. (laughs) Hard one, I'm sorry. I should have healed you. I was just enraged. He picks you up again and spikes you on your head for 22 damage. Oh, my God. That almost auto-kills me. Um, Hard one goes down. Crashes so hard into the ground. Um, That is Balnor's turn. I can't help but feel partly responsible for that. (laughs) Balnor swings at Ruskak. Um, and he hits. Is there a jail in this building? I just wanted brunch. Uh, and he does five damage. <laughs> you Ru- could have gotten brunch. Ruskak's right, looking right. pretty messed up. You also had brunch. You ate <laughs> corn all day. I also had eggs. <laughs> yes, he really did. You really were working towards some huevos rancheros. <laughs> I would have preferred nachos, sure. At the end of uh, the round, at the end of Balnor's turn, you see he once again clenches his fist, and you see um, more arcane power surge um, from the rift into you guys. Everybody go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Ugh. Oh, I'm dead. I got a seven. Okay. Uh, shout out to eight great guys. I got an eight. Okay. Um, you guys are temporarily possessed. Um, God you go. It. You see Bev and Moonshine both get purple glows in their eyes. Um, you guys just have to make melee attacks against each other. Um, so Moonshine, take a crack with your staff and Bev, take a crack with your sword or your javelin against Moonshine. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> 21. 21 as well. You guys both hit each other. You just see them both with purple eyes beating the shit out of each other. This is kind of cool. <laughs> Here you go. 12. I hit you Wait. for seven. Well, you did 12 damage? Yeah, because I'm in, I do 2d6 oh right now because I'm in fungal form. Well, oh, Jesus, I am almost down. Okay. Um. Yeah, you fuck him right up. Um, oh, wait, no, no, 10. Pardon me, 10. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's still not great. Oh, Balnor passes his saving throw. Um, Balnor goes, what are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, you guys come to, and you see that you are fighting each other. <laughs> Moonshine. Um, that is what are we doing? Hugo's turn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> you it's go, me. What would you like to do? Um, I guess who's the weakest person left at this point? Uh, who looks worse, Bev or Moonshine? <laughs> I think I'm doing okay. Uh, I think he has to make an inside check to determine that. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make an inside check. Yeah, forget it. I'll attack Beverly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's overplayed his hand. (laughs) What do I do? Roll Uh, it? I just roll to hit him. Jesus Christ. I go up to shake Beverly's hand, but I'm actually planning on attacking him. (laughs) So, so much discord and also not know what to roll. This might be a holiday special where everyone dies (laughs) and the guest kills everyone. Uh, 18 plus something. (laughs) (laughs) It's a hit. That hits. 2d6 Maybe and a d8. you shouldn't have de-leveled us and made him so powerful. <laughs> he's, about, he's just the same level as you guys. He's just a fucking rogue. You I guys could have killed it. Ruskak. Instead, you all took uh, you took shots at Yugo and you couldn't see him. You I guys don't could care. have killed Ruskak Ruskak and can, dragged Yugo out. I don't out. give a shit about Frostwood anymore. Now I just want to kill Yugo. <laughs> Ruskak, pray for me, brother. Yugo <laughs> yeah, is a long-lasting problem. We got to get rid of him quick. Uh, nine plus, plus something. Uh, thir- 13 damage 13 damage I'm down <laughs> He steps Bev down Bev goes down um, Moonshine that is Oh wait Do you want to hide Hugo? Yes please uh, Go ahead and make a Force. roll Stealth check <laughs> I never liked you guys 
Only three. Oh no, plus eight. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, Moonshine, that is your turn. I'm not taking a chance here. I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire and tackle him out a window. <laughs> Whoa, what did I do? <laughs> hey, we can talk about this, baby. Um, you and fairy me. Fire, you're not invisible anymore. I can see you, and oh, I just want to tackle him out a window. Go ahead and make a, an opposed athletics check against Hugo. <laughs> Uh, you go. You roll one as yeah, well. One, two, three, yeah. You have a oh minus gosh. one. <laughs> I got fourteen. Seven. You got a six actually, because you minus one to that. Oh, six. No, fourteen. Fourteen. Um, just wait yeah, him. You uh, just tackle him out a window and then land <laughs> on him. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, you tackle. You go. You get super low on him and pick him up. <laughs> run towards the window. Um, you guys both. Fall out. You I guess actually I could just throw him. I guess I just throw him. Uh, I'm gonna have you make an uh, dexterity save to not fall because okay. it's a lot of I'll momentum for you to run towards yeah. as he's like wrestling. If with we you. both die, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> Clean bowl style. My dexterity is uh 15. You go. You can make an opposed dexterity check if you want to pull her. All right, I'll pull her. What do I do? Well, that's uh, funny. And now, what do I need? You need to beat the uh, fifteen. You got to beat a fifteen. Got it on your decks. Three. Uh, Mujad, you successfully <laughs> throw you go out the window. As he's falling, go. <laughs> As he's falling, I spores him for six. Oh my god! <laughs> you spit on you go. You do six damage to him. You go. How much health do you have left? Uh, I'm down to eight. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna take. You're gonna take a little bit of damage as you fall. Let's see if it's enough to knock you out. <laughs> You go, you take, you hit the ground with a crunch and take 12 damage. <laughs> you are just knocked out. You are not outright dead. So you you spit on Hugo and throw him out the window. <laughs> you go, you, you fly out of the castle. You land with a crunch on the ground, just looking up at the chaos around you. <laughs> what have as, I done? As you fade. Thank you, Moonshine. <laughs> Uh, hard one, that's your turn. Go ahead and give me a death saving throw. It's a four. Uh, that's a oh. fail for hard one. A great Bev, that's I your don't turn. care go if ahead. we all die. Bev, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's 14. Save. Uh, that's a pass. That is Ruskak's turn. Ruskak is going to run forward and attempt to tackle Moonshine out the window now. Okay. Um, Moonshine, go ahead and give me an opposed. I go limp and I let it happen. An opposed strength check. Oppose athletics. Ooh, <clears throat> seventeen. Uh, he got a twenty-three. Okay. Um, he picks you up and he tosses you. Let's do um another either athletics or dex. I prefer to do athletics. Thirteen. He got a twenty-one. He successfully tosses you out the window. <laughs> Moonshine, you fall. <laughs> you take <laughs> twelve damage. <laughs> Moonshine, you land, you roll your ankle, you're super hurt, but still up. Uh, Balnor is going to run forward and attempt to throw Ruskak out the window. Uh, Balnor, um, Balnor, save our souls. Hell yeah. Uh, Balnor got, uh, that's a 22 right off the bat. Let's. So Ruskak has a plus six. Ruskak beats him. Ruskak has 25. Uh, stops him, gets low, stops him from throwing him out. Balnor's going to take an action surge, and he's going to try again. Yeah, that's that's up. Shout out to the two crew. Oh. That is only an eight that's also for Balnor. Up. That is, um, let's see what Ruskak gets. Ruskak gets a 13, but it is enough to stop him. That is 
back around to Hugo's turn. Hugo, go ahead and just roll a d20, and this is to start doing death saves to see if you die. So I need four or more? Uh, so you need to get a 10 or higher. Just oh, It's I a see. random luck check. Just roll. Got it. One. Okay. Wait, really? I know. Sorry. Seven. Seven. Okay, so that's, that's one fail. You have to have three to die, so you have one fail. Oh. So that's it. Uh, that's it for this turn. I can't oh, okay. believe I'm rooting for one you fail. to die. Um, Moonshine, Hugo style. Moonshine, yeah. that is your turn. I just want to let you know, I think I could... <laughs> Only kill Yuko right now. <laughs> I want to make him. I want to try him for his crime. Yeah, he's okay. fine right now. I'm. I'm feeling just. So I can't do anything then. You can climb. Start climbing back up. All right. Take a shit in, y- <laughs> <laughs> in Yugo's mouth. Oh, I spores him to give him one more failed death. Oh my god. <laughs> so you have two fails, Yugo. <laughs> I just wanted brunch. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I start climbing. Uh, Moonshine, you start climbing back up. Go ahead and give me an athletics check. Okay. 12. Uh, 12. Uh, okay, you you get up a little bit of the ways. Um, that is back to hard one. Hard one, go ahead and give me a death save. That's a nine. That's two fails. Oh, I'm not going to be able to save any of us because I don't have any spells left. That is Beverly's turn. Right, Beverly, go ahead and give me a death save. <laughs> For 10. That's so a pass. Okay, great. Um, oh. That is Ruskak's turn. Gonna try to throw Balnor out the window. No. Good luck, brother. <laughs> Shut up, you're dead. Uh, throws, successfully throws Balnor out the window. Does he land on Yugo? Can we roll a luck check to see if he lands on Yugo? He doesn't Yugo. land on Yugo. Oh, no. What are um, the odds? Balnor does take 12 damage, though, and he's quite hurt now. Um, hits the ground pretty hard. Um, that is Balnor's turn. Balnor's just going to run back and try to climb back up. He does an athletics check. He gets up a bit of the ways. Um, that is back up to you, Moonshine. Okay, I'm going to try and I'm going to climb in and get to hard one so I can do a medicine check. Okay. Um, Did you use Mo- my amulet yet? Uh, no. Mm. I will also Sweet. look Moonshine, at the amulet. you take a bonus action. Use the amulet. Uh, go ahead and make a wisdom check, uh, medicine check to try to um, stabilize hard one. This would just stabilize him, right? So he wouldn't have to do those anymore. Because right. I, I can't. I don't have any heals. Yes. Ooh. 24. Hard one stops doing death saves. <gasps> yes. Stabilized. Okay. So Brunch. hard one won't die. Um, <laughs> I will spores Rusgak for six. Okay, sweet. Um, Rusgak is quite messed up. Okay, sweet. Um, that is, uh, we actually skipped Yugo. Yugo, go ahead and give me a death save. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is my final one. See if you fail it. If you fail it is. Come on, Yugo. <laughs> Over 10, Yugo style. Five. <laughs> Yugo, what is, what is the last thing Yugo says or thinks as he leaves the world? <laughs> you are the first guest to come on the show and die <laughs> to a round of applause. <laughs> this is equivalent to Dead Eye, I'd say. Yeah, I guess it's the same said, Dom. You go la- any last fan words? Favorite. Bury me at three foot three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hugo is dead. Hard one, you are out. Uh, Bev, that is your turn. Give me a death save. <laughs> Don't give him a funeral. <laughs> uh, 13. I think I stabilize. Uh, you stabilize. Oh, uh, you're still out. Um, that is Ruskak's turn. Ruskak is going to try to slam you, Moonshine. Okay. That's a 21 to hit. Oh, no. 15 damage, Moonshine. I'm down. No. 
<laughs> oh shit. Balnor. Balnor's turn. The world rests on your hands. Okay. We're going to do this. I'm going to do this in front of the table for the fate of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Balnor versus Ruskak. I will tell you that Ruskak has 11 HP left and Balnor has six. Can Balnor look at my amulet? Balnor can look at your amulet yes. and he has second wind. Okay. First thing Balnor does is second wind. He gets a D10 plus two hit points. So he gets seven back. <laughs> so Balnor goes back up to 13. He looks at Bab's amulet and gets another 10. There you go. Gets He's strong. back up to 23. Balnor takes one swing at Ruskak. He's got to get a 14 or higher to win. Come on. That is a... 12 to hit. He misses. He deserves this. That is Ruskak's turn. Ruskak takes a swing at Balnor. Shout out to the two crew. That is only an Whew. eight to hit. Misses. You're fucking um, lucky, Hugo. Moonshine, you also <laughs> have to roll a death saving throw. Fail. Fail. Okay, that's a fail for Moonshine. That is back down to Balnor. Balnor takes another swing at Ruskak. Shout out to the two crew. He misses. Uh, that uh. is Ruskak's turn. Ruskak hits. Ruskak picks him up <laughs> and slams him for 11 damage. Still standing. Balnor oh. is still standing. He's got no way to heal, though. Balnor is going to swing at Ruskak. my turn to do a death save. Oh, Moonshine, go ahead and do a death save. Another fail. Another oh. fail. That is oh, Balnor's turn. That is an at one, but he rolls again. He's lucky. Yeah. yeah. That's an at 20. <laughs> Everyone's cheering, but Yugo. <laughs> I am. Yugo's being tortured in hell. Playing against myself. Okay. Balnor. Okay, so Balnor's going to roll two d8s and a plus three. So Balnor needs to get 11 here, a total of 11 to kill him. I'm going to roll in front of everyone. Come on, save Christmas, Balnor. Come on, Balnor. Wait, is that an eight? Ugh. Oh, so he only gets nine. Balnor does nine damage, gets Ruskak down to two. Thank you for taking this seriously, Balnor. Balnor. I don't regret anything. Balnor no. is at 12. That is Ruskak's turn. Um, Ruskak still has him grappled, is going to try to crush Balnor. Balnor needs to do a strength saving throw. Balnor is pretty good with strength saves. He's got a plus five. He's got to get a nine or higher on this roll to survive. Oh! No! With a sickening crunch, Ruskak <laughs> power bombs Balnor into the afterlife, and that, my friends, is a total party kill. Wait, but we don't know if I if I survive. Ruskak goes over and kills you. <laughs> God, Merry fucking Christmas, Happy Winter, total party bastards. kill. <laughs> Happy, happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. <laughs> that, is, year. that is where we will end our session. <laughs> you know oh, my God. At least Hugo died, too. <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, we're fucked. Hugo's going to fucking... If we're dying, Hugo's not. If you go, we go. <laughs> nice. If you go, we go. Thank exactly. You. Murph, don't let him promote buckets. <laughs> I swear to God, don't let him promote... Uh, yes, wow. What have I been yeah. up to? I, God. Wow, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> 
Balnor is killed with a devastating power bomb, uh -huh. and Ruskak goes over and unceremoniously executes each one of the knocked out cool. people in the room. Uh, Hugo is already about, dead outside. What about Papa? Um, Papa. Scrambles away. Scrambles to away. You, please. Oh, at least you couldn't kill him, Hugo. <laughs> well, let's not Papa. forget that the dwarfins are all are all fucking fucked. Oh right? yeah. They, what does they, this mean? You killed eleven kids. of them. <laughs> Papa, Papa runs around, tries to grab a piece of hair from each person, and scrambles away. Oh. Perhaps there's hope for the future. Maybe Papa can somehow get to uh, Mima Papa and get everyone Christmas. reincarnated. Perhaps Papa, Papa can grab, save Christmas. Does Papa grab a strand of Hugo's hair? Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like Alanis watches this this timeline and is just like, nah, that's, that's a miss. Good Lord. <laughs> well, guys, we'll talk about this over on the Patreon. <laughs> I love that we got a total party kill on our holiday that's special. so funny. Does I mean, that happen every episode or... <laughs> First He's time. just eating a pizza. Hey. <laughs> you, Amir directly got everyone killed. He attacked you, knocked you out. Then you guys were so mad at him, you used every round to fight, uh, hey. to try to find him. Yeah, iTunes, uh, Patreon, is this what you fucking want? Yeah. <laughs> we should have never had him on. We should make shirts that say Opa Yugo style. <laughs> You ruined Dungeons and Dragons. Hugo, Hugo also died. That's what's so funny yeah. is that nobody got what they wanted. Just end of the world. Amir got what he wanted because he doesn't care if Hugo lives or dies. It's Hugo, <laughs> not Hugo with an H. Murph. Uh, Jake, you're off the podcast. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> he's oh. sewing Discord even after he's gone. Good Lord. Uh, guys, uh, we'll talk about this more on the short rest. So we're on patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Right. So, uh, okay. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we got some things to plug, I I'm guess. I'm not going to plug anything. How could we plug anything? We're all dead. Uh, happy holidays app. to everyone. Amir, thank you so much for yes, coming thank by. Thank you. Yeah. And happy Honda days to everybody out there. <laughs> uh, Amir, you got anything to plug? No, no, just keep listening to this show. You guys are kicking butt. Uh, Hugo, I'm sure we'll be back soon, right? <laughs> totally dead. Hashtag Hugo style if you want Hugo to be on every episode going forward. <laughs> You're saying Hugo. Later, skaters. Yeah. Uh, Good lord. Check the store for Hugo style shirts. Uh, <laughs> oh, sold out. Check the store thank for you guys. Later Skaters merch. <laughs> it says Later Skaters on the back. It's just a gnome with shit in his mouth. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at thmurf is me. I called these called all. Addy Axford's Emily. At Jake which is Jake. Amir, what's your Twitter? You got anything? At Jake and Amir. At Jake and Amir. We share it. You guys share it. <laughs> Just like you share everything. A death, a total party kill. Lord. Uh, awesome. Uh, you guys can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are the youth of a nation. We are, we are the youth of a nation. Hello, friends, and happy winter glow. It is Caldwell here, and it is the end of our show, which means it's time to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Let's get right to it. Brad D., Dylan B., Danny P., Steelbreaker, and Spencer Caskbrew. The five demons in charge of torturing Yugo in hell. And don't worry, I'm not talking about Bohemia's nine hells. I'm talking about Judeo-Christian hell. Yugo is absolutely fucked. Beardman Dan. Adam R., Danielle the Dastardly Dame, 
Alucard, Michelle O. A Bohemian band known as the Total Party Killers. Each member is also a bard slash rogue multiclass. They mostly do bar mitzvahs, weddings, and political assassinations. Haldor Frostback, Multifor, Jordan DJ, Jeffrey S, and Cutter W, members of Ruskak's new Small Council. Under their new king's rule, Bohemia has seen a 20% increase in loitering and a 50% increase in dope snowmobile tricks. Also, the stock market has crashed and money is now completely useless. Schubert the Mushroom, Elena C, mixologist Michael McD, Andrew M, and Balnor's Boy. The Five Ghosts of Winterglow. If you've been a miserly Scrooge this past year, these five dwarves will visit you in the night and beat the ever-loving shit out of you. I'm serious, your shins are toast. Justin I, Jacob C, Elena M, Jostrich, and Dana G, a group of dwarfins Hugo promised to have brunch with. They waited at the bistro until 4 p.m. before realizing that he wasn't coming, and now they're stuck with the bill. Even in death, Hugo strikes again. Damiel R, Destin C, Devin B, Jibe G, and Earl and Kathleen L. A crew of reformed nasty lads who took off their bone shirts, combed their hair, and now go around Frostwind spreading the good news of Moradin. They call themselves the Clean Teens. Beverly and Papa are currently attempting to take legal action. Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sequani, Michael L, Sam H, Trele the Crefe, and Jory S. Five beautiful Frostwind rats that were spared from being eaten, as is Winterglow tradition. They return the favor by shitting in a salad bowl in the back of a cabinet and chewing through several HDMI cords. Adam H., Ryan, Aaron G., Jake L., and Zach C., Hugo's five identical siblings. Weird that it never came up, but he was one of a sextuplet. Interesting. Big Buck, Richard X. Machina, Sam L., Troy McSee, and Gage M., a group of Frostwind dwarves who celebrate Winterglow by ingesting glow sticks and hallucinating Moradin. <laughs> a rite of passage for sure. Dom R., Josh S., Nicholas C., Austin C., and Kristen P., the Red Mesh Heads, a group of dwarfins that freaking loved Hugo and now wear his signature red mesh vest in his honor. Mike H., Matthew E., Samuel B., Tilford G., and Okada, a team of adventurers that came along and beat Ruzgak, thus saving the world. They still left the band of boobs' bodies for dead, though. When they tried to revivify Moonshine, she croaked, It's funnier this way, then fell back dead. Aaron C., TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Trash the Traveler, and Bohemia's Fiercest L&D. The Dwarven Blacksmiths who forged the Ring of Generosity and intended for it to be worn exclusively by philanthropists and grandmas who feed the animals in the backyard. Sweet. Anime Intellect, Zolo Dolo, Larissa J, and Dylan CM, the wannabe DM. A Frostwind Accordion Quartet who plays the annual Winterglow Festival that the band of boobs could have gone to if they didn't try to save the world. Fools! Colton B, J, CC Lulu, and Aiden R.H., the four dentists who gave Hugo his gold teeth. They're also scam artists, and most of his teeth are just plated. Justice. I'm Hopeless, Timmy R., Alex M., Aaron Sully, and Eric G., the esteemed founders of the Hugo fan club. Hugo wired them cash every month to bribe them into maintaining membership, but their future looks grim now that their golden-toothed prince is dead. Tragic. Lucas B., Jordan L., Talith X, and Mateo C. 
A squad of gnomes who used to live with Hugo in his old apartment, the Vest Nest, as it was called. They were all unceremoniously evicted after none of them paid rent in an effort to outgrift each other. Austin M.R., Kaylee Elise, Barnesinator, and Mick Pucks, a crew of sailors who offered pawpaw passage on their ship out of Frostwind. Sail quickly, mighty dwarves. Only you can help this scramble man save Christmas. Devin W., Shanoa B., Jared E., Persephone, and Eric McD, a bunch of super-jacked frost dwarves who had their power sapped away by Ruskak mid-workout. The ones who were benching were instantly crushed, and the ones who were flexing, they exploded. <sighs> Devastating. Recent S, Eric and Andrea B., Charo Arcadius, and Jay Parker a team of nasty lads who avoided the band of boobs entirely and are currently ripping through the streets of Frostwind on six snowmobiles. Congrats on your happy ending, guys. You earned it. Huh. Stephen C., Maxwell C., Mike K., Ulmeri M., and Callum L., a team of heroes who attempted to save the world immediately after the band of boobs were defeated. Unfortunately, the first thing they did was revivify Yugo, which ultimately led to their own total party kill. Should have seen that coming. Scott D, No Thor the Prodigy Ranger, Shane B, The Pinch, and Dan, a group of enterprising dwarfins who started a snowmobile repair and wrestling memorabilia business after Ruskak took over the world. They are flourishing, and it looks like they'll get by just fine after all, unlike the band of boobs who are dead. Richard C, Karen T, Curtis S, Michael C, and BJL. Papa's childhood babysitters. It took a team to keep the scramble man out of trouble and committed to poring over his law books. We thank you so much for your service. Nikki W., Andrew B., Christopher B., Barrison Ken of the Wizard's Tower, Nicholas P., and Robert F. The newest troop of gray teens. Turns out Bev's emo phase has spawned a generation of surly young warriors who want to follow in his footsteps. Sadly, their scoutmaster is none other than Denny Pebblepod. Oh no! Kevin M, Angel B, Rahul N, I am the Atlas, and Ryan of Clan Coogan. Members of an elemental rock and roll band called Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, it's that Earth, Wind, and Fire. Amazing. Maribel the Kitty Morphing Gnome, Esme M, Robert, Yin's Christian T, and Joe McG. Hard One's Emotional Support Animals. Hard One loves these cuddly little friends who help him through his more sensitive moments. He'll never let anything bad ever happen to them. No better friend to the furry than Hard One Surefoot. I've read it out loud, and now I believe it's true. Meta Amps, Mr. Hydroice, Attica C, Tom S, and Casimir the All-Knowing. Missing Crick teens who were last seen swimming in the Congressional Water Park. Don't worry, they're fine. They're just French kissing in the steam room. Nice. Luke H, Jonathan from Crickfield, Kelvin Noodles, Grace G, and Nathaniel P. Balnor's mustache trimmers. Balnor's hands get a little shaky when he hasn't had a bud heavy, and he needs all the help he can get. Amen to that. Well, that is all of our council members. Thank you all so much. Have a wonderful, safe, and happy holiday, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>